Kiddush Hashem of the battle against the Greeks this year. We have uh, succeeded in having Shir all three nights. I don't think we ever did that on Hanukkah. So um, the Greeks are continuing to lose Baruch Hashem. And hopefully it'll be a big Indian. What? Uh, that's right. That's what I'm saying. We, uh, Baruch Hashem. It's a good idea. It's a little scary whenever I cancel Shirim. You never know what could have been. And you don't, you don't want to find out later. Uh, <laughs> I may have asked him, so... Uh, Listening of Greeks on the, on the topic of the shir, any issues with any of the cultures that are added to yogurt? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's for Perm, you got to save that for your other Greek joke. Me, uh, that's right, it's all Greek to me, yeah, you guys are causing uh, all the, all the sukkis at once. Okay, let's go back over here. For those of you who are not here the last couple of nights, we'll do a quick chazar anyway, so whatever you don't catch or sounds like it bugs you, in terms of the information, uh, feel free to go back on the video and catch up. So we're on shellac and honey. The two sugiyas are very related. Shellac is that shiny stuff on the jelly beans here, on some of the jelly beans. The um, other jelly beans have carnauba wax and beeswax and the like, and those have no shayla whatsoever. The shellac is a shayla which Ramesha is addressing, and he has a number of sniffing lahokal, which we're in the middle of, and we'll go back to him, it's a shem. Uh, the kashas agencies in Eitz are more or less machmir, uh, based on the kashas they have on each sniff lahokol, and we're trying to, as we go through each sad lahokol, we're trying to mention what the kasha might be, whatever they might be, or would have been, or still are, Ramesha held it was mutter. And the question is why. So the first sniff lahokol, as I mentioned, the last minute this year, I'm surprised this isn't number two, because number one, I would have thought it is, it's not a food, it's a wax. Used as for polish and wood finishing. Ramesha is going to say that second tonight. The first one he held apparently was more pushing. Or he liked starting off with the lumdis more, you know, whatever's chaviv in the uh, lumdis. Maybe he figured uh, he would start with this and then say, Intain to lumdis, this doesn't work, it's not a food, don't worry about it. Whatever the order was, the first sniff local is the Ramesha assumes the double push it that it's similar to honey, and therefore it should be mutter, just like the honey is from a behema tamea, a sheretz tamea, and we know it's mutter, so too over here. What's the dimion? What is the shalom made out of? Wax. It's made out of the, well, it's made out of the sap that goes into the bug, and the bug processes it. We're going to discuss tonight how much processing is going on, but it's made out of, Bug uh, processing and... Uh, but it's not the bug itself. It's it, the that's right. That's right. We're going to go back to it tonight. Even though you missed it, we're going to hazard. Just uh, give me two minutes. You'll see. Um, you'll be uh, not too excited about whatever we're going to say. Uh, so uh, hold your appetite for a moment. Um, the fact is that the bee has two sheets in the Gemara. You've got to know this. We're going to hazard a few times because when we get back to the royal jelly, I keep mentioning you got to know the Gemara and even the ten lines before we shouldn't do yet. There's the Rabbanon, and, well, I don't want to jade it. There's the Tanakama and Rabbi Yaakov. I changed that for a reason. If it's the Rabbanon, I'm going to pass like the Rabbanon. So, there's the Tanakama Shita, Stam Shita, and Rabbi Yaakov. Tanakama says, a scientific metzias. The bee is not processing the honey through its system. It brings it into its stomach, just as a holding tank flies to the beehive and deposits it and a little affected by the saliva and some of the enzymes, but not too much. 
the assumption here that Ramesha makes, and he assumes this partial, so Diane Weiss doesn't argue on this part. He holds basically mutter for many similar reasons that the shellac is also not processed through the bug. And as I mentioned last night and the night before, it's a little hard to understand. Yaakov and I had a number of emails back and forth, and I still don't understand. Uh, but we're getting closer, maybe. Uh, this is a typical bug. This is not a lack bug. I didn't make a copy of it because it's not a get the lack, but just the simple system. All bugs share the system where it's got this long tube over here, complete digestive system with the elementary, elementary canal. It runs lengthwise and most of the food goes in, comes out the other side. What, right, so far so good? Why? The head is on the left hand side. Really? That's yeah. pretty scary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say the, the front has some place <laughs> stuff also. Ugly, ugly little thing, but okay. Can't make fun of Hashem's creatures. Uh, it's cute in its own way, let's put it that way. So um, no, this is Stamabug. It's not like bug. No, no. Stamabug. That much I recognize. Yeah, this is just uh, right. But we're giving you the basic description is that certain things go through. The whole topic is article. I was laughing because I guess the article was written to somebody who doesn't really know English. The guy spends five pages explaining to the uh, not-so-educated person who became more educated as he read the article is the difference between the words secretion and excretion, which I sort of knew and you sort of knew, but I guess whoever he was writing to didn't know. And he makes a big deal out of the fact that when it goes through the whole system and it's excreted or executed, that's a nicer word perhaps, that's one thing, and then there's a secretion. Problem is, as they say in the Lumdis, the chilek is a chilek, Shailiz is a machalik over here. I still, what you were trying to say was it, it does not go through the whole system and it does not get executed and executed and excreted, and therefore maybe that's not the key word in the Gemara is mamasis begufum. I understood and I still understand. Mamasis begufum means when the body processes it, it then it processes something, it's coming from a shavar's tummy, the process product is tummy. And the chidish the bee is that. It doesn't really process it. The pre-tayah says process a little bit, but not too much. It just sort of transports it, and mamela it's mutter. Ramesha is assuming not so. I, I'm assuming that they clearly explained to Ramesha how this process goes. doesn't talk about it in the tshuva, but he understood, as is Diane Weiss, that this doesn't get excreted, excreted. It just goes through the system, and it comes out from the glands, the glandular, glandular excretion, and it's secretion. I fixed up the term myself. Thank you. And therefore, that's not considered processed by the body enough, and it's similar enough to honey. That's the assumption over here, which I'm still kind of misspelled about, because in order, again, you can correct this if the facts aren't straight, in order to come out of the glands, you've got to be digested and go through the system. It's just a question, is it coming out over there or over here to our picture? Not that I know which one's the, uh, not over here. Come out over here or over here? The dark, the dark part in there toward the front of the insect is where the salivary glands are. So it doesn't go through the whole system. It only goes in the, in the mouth. That's the mouth part. It goes in the beginning part of the mouth and, comes, and doesn't go further down. Does it not go, okay, but it, it doesn't go straight into there, does it? That, that's, part, that's the important part of the question over here. Is it not being processed much and it just drops into here? Then I can hear the dimmy, like it drops into the bee stomach, it drops into here. Is that 
what's going on? Is that what you verified? I thought, okay, I, I, I didn't, it says uh, here, let me read the, um, ingested food usually travels only in one direction, okay. In addition to the elementary canal, insects also have paired salivary, salivary glands and salivary reservoirs. Okay, reservoir usually means a holding tank of sorts. These structures usually reside in the thorax, which is adjacent to the foregut, which is toward the front. Salivary ducts lead from the glands to the reservoir and then forward. It doesn't tell me, though, uh, how it got the icker information is missing. You might be right. It doesn't say that the food went straight to the salivary glands, and it's, it's not mesta in humans, I believe. Glands are only useful when something goes through the system and then comes out as a secretion. But that saliva I have no problem with because that the pretire points out, even in honey, the saliva is already mixing in with the nectar and it's having an effect on it. That that we're okay with. That's not enough processing to puzzle it. Question is, is that what's happening over here? Is this similar to just like the nectar goes in the stomach and a little saliva works on it? This goes straight in the mouth, straight into this salivary duct, uh, and goes to the glands, to the reservoirs, and then straight out? Yeah, is that is that a straight thing? If it's a straight thing, they have no cut. Then that, that would answer the question. Yeah, actually, there are <clears throat> there are research articles about uh, genes that are related to the resin biosynthesis in the lac insect. So the resin, which is produced, mm-hmm. which is what this lac is, right. is somehow affected. So there are but genes that regulate production of it. So, uh, that doesn't so, surprise. The question is, is it going straight in the mouth and out? That's really... Because then I can hear the dimion. This is very important for the Zuggy. It's only two words. Masasa Magufu. What does that mean? So we already know we have a little leeway. You can have something working on it, like the saliva and the bee and the honey. Is this going straight? Uh, what does it mean straight? There is something that affects the chemicals that are coming in. But there's also saliva affecting the nectar. The, the, okay, the but resin. does it go straight? This this critter here in it's the front. The bee is the thing by the bee is that thing by the bee it's goes the into a stomach. Thing if an adult took food into their mouth, no, I uh, correct me. You can look and look it up, but I I think the bee has a uh, like a stomach, a pouch for it. It goes a little further in than the. Uh, eat something, and then. Yeah, cow has four stomachs, no, but so yeah. It, it gets to the first stomach. So that's a good question. Would that be, right, out. if the cow were not kosher, would that be mamas migufa or not? Yeah, that would be a similar shayla. So I'm just trying to, the reason I want to nail down the, the, well, the matiz here is because I, I just want to know, we're gonna, we can use this for other things also possibly. How is our Moshe understanding that? So you're saying it goes to one stomach, two stomachs, how, how much processing is processing? That's really the question. So I'm okay, I understand that a lot more if it just goes straight here. And then go straight out. But is the difference between the secretion and the excretion, the difference is... Um, the excretion has to go is, to the whole digestive tract. Well, the thing that's being excreted is essentially the item that went in, whatever's left well, from it, whereas everything else is like a take a little piece out of it, right, and then you just something else. The problem with this is, to make it more complicated, is that the Gemara we didn't yet do. In this same sugya, the beginning of this Gemara, talks about the sfar of water in, water out, which I keep mentioning. And the Gemara says, well, it's the sfar of water in, urine out, it's the same thing. That's excretion, and that, Gemara still says, is a sfar that maybe thing? it doesn't, uh, that, that's not really processing. But 
that's my that's my inner line. But what would you say by by itself? Yeah, so we wouldn't we wouldn't say that that as quickly, right? Mm, doesn't sound like that. That's I could. Yeah. Okay. So when we see the Gemara, we'll have to go back to discuss that. But that's an integral part. So there's. Again, before we get to Rabbi Yaakov again, according to Tanakhama, there's a biological, scientific fact over here. And we're trying to figure out what does the Gemara mean by its two-word, Hamas is megufu. What does it mean? So we know what it means by honey, and we know that honey is slightly affected. We're okay with that. It's still kosher. Amesha assumes davapashit that applies to this. And even if the food comes in, perhaps goes straight out of this gland, and worked on a little bit by some genes and some other stuff, okay. Like honey and, and mutter. That's how I was assuming, and I didn't see anybody really attack that. I'm just trying to understand it. Okay, so we're a little closer to understanding that. Second sheet, Ramesha is worried that Rabbi Akiva, the second sheet in the Gemara, mattering honey, every whole honey's mutter. Shaila's why. And there's an evenly split Malchaikis Rishainim, whether we pass like Rabbi Akiva. And this is one of the Nafkimis, Ramesha admits that according to Rabbi Yaakov, and uh, there are two days in the Machaber if we pass like this, it's not based on any science, not based on any. Biological facts based on a pusik. The pusik says flying shrotsam are treif or tame, but what they, well, I don't want to use the word jaded, excuse, whatever, what they expel out of their body, the product, the byproduct, is mutta, but only one. Why only one? The Gemara asks. The Gemara says, well, the other ones have a shame levi. So what in the world does that mean? What does shame levi mean? So one possible shot. And if you look at the original sugya, the, the Shain say this in the daf, Shem Levi means we mention the makar, which is tame, and once you're called wasp honey, and the wasp is tame, you're called locust honey, and that wasn't a kosher locust, then you have a problem. Ramesha, as we saw last night, and go back to page two, I just want to show you, Ramesha is a little hard in these few lines, how is he understanding Shem Levi? First, he says that, and I want, I want to show you a diak, which I didn't point out last night. Go on page two in the second paragraph, about 6% of the way down. The first line is min echad. Right? Uh, you can even go, um, you can even go the line before. Who shall devarim shekane raroiv? Regular bee honey, stam honey is bee honey. Vabashalak sherak min echad yesh. There's only one product of this lack bug, and that's this wax. Shavadai, look at the next few words. Ain't srich lahaskir shame hasheretz. Almost like Ramesha Bavarn, the Ramesha knew shalak is al shame halak bug. He says, you don't have to mention it. Why not? Because only one product, you don't have to define it. You can, this is what you were saying last night, right? You, you were tiny this. You don't have to say it. We all know this is the only product lack bug has. So yeah, they call it shalak, they call it wood finish, they call it floor polish, whatever it is, it doesn't make a difference. I was saying, so, I was saying that, like, you, you wouldn't know. The word shellac doesn't necessarily mean anything unless you know what And it you is. don't have to know. But Mesh is saying even stronger, you don't have to know because there's only one product. You can't mess this up. There's only, this is the bug. This is all it produces. You don't have to start saying some of this, some of that. Whereas bees and wasps and all this, there's standard honey, which tastes sweet. Standard honey is bees. And then there's, if it's non-standard, by the way, most wasps don't have honey. It's only a few of them. So now you have to say, oh, that's wasp honey. Still tastes sweet. It's a nice product. Shailiz is kosher. So, shame levai either means because you have to mention the wasp, it's not kosher, or Amesha says because if you only have one hetter in the pussy, the one hetter goes on stam honey, which is bee honey. So, Amesha is troubled by that. And Amesha says, according to that shot, we might have a problem, according to Rabbi Yankov. And then he mentions that the marshal says uh, this, uh, this restrictive shot, perhaps, that is only designating one thing, and 
If it's one thing, maybe it's only honey and not shellac at all. We don't care what the name is. And we don't care. It has nothing to do with the name. It has to do, we only have one meat, one exclusion, and it's only honey, excluding wasps, shellac, lac bugs, and any other thing you might find in the Bria. And he admits that that might be a problem according to Rabbi Yaakov, according to the Marshall's child. That's what we got to. So, step number two now is he thinks it's mutter if it's like honey. But even if it's not, because according to one possibility, it doesn't fit with Rabbi Yaakov, Shita, and Gemara, he's now going to say that, well, it's not really a food. Let's go to column two, paragraph two, line three. There's a bracket there. Avo. Avo kivin shemeskashe ke'etz kishabol la'avra oilam. As soon as it comes out of this lack bug, it really is hard already. And as soon as it hits the air, and it's not really a food. Maybe you consider they're putting it on candy, and it's a jelly bean, and it's food grade. But the fact that they're putting it on, you're now going to have enough information to understand this. Without all the background for the last few weeks, it's a little hard to understand. He says, remember the case? where you have a tray for chicken, and you have the egg. Normally, whatever comes out of the tray for chicken, the egg is not kosher. But then you have a chick growing in there. So now the chick that grows in for makes it is now kosher. Ah, the mother was tray for. But since it, the egg in between disappeared and became putrid, rancid, whatever it is, even though I was wondering the chick is feeding on it the whole time. But okay, it's a time when... The egg is gone. So for something that's part of the animal that's tummy, it's tummy forever. But a yetzim in a tummy is a lower level. That's the theme of the sugya. So as soon as you disconnect the yetzim in a tummy, you're not connected anymore. It says kosher. This chick is now disconnected from the mother. Mother was a tray for Chick is kosher. Why? Because there was an egg in between which is no longer here. That's the Gemara. Nobody argues on that. Well, Meshach now says, no, even if you want to say it came out, not as food, it's a wax. So you want to say, well, maybe it remains also. He says, no, it's Yetzi Minatame from the lack bug. And now it has no similarity, living or dead to it. It has no sheikhs, and therefore it's okay. Like the chicken that came from the trefa. Havi ka'afra ba'alma. In between, the egg became like afra ba'alma. Kedisa betemur daflam ba'alma. We saw that Gemara. Vivsa came to Shochanah. Simen pei vav siv zayin. What kasha can you have on this? So Amesha says, it doesn't come out as a food. Maybe it's a food now. It's on there, but it's now panachadasha. It was afra da'ara in between. You know what kasha they have on this? So Amesha says, therefore, there's nothing to discuss. Even if it is a food now, it's like a chick. That's food, but it's not connected to the source. And it's yotzei manatame. Remember, the tummy animal... You have to work harder, but it's Yetzim it's just Yetzim, so it's, if you disconnect it, it's okay. The kash they have on this is, there is a chilek between the two cases. The Yetzim trefa, the mother was a trefa, was something that was food, and then it went bad. So since it went bad in between, we look at Panam Chadashis. This product never changed. It came out of the lack bug, it is what it is. It is what it was when it came out, what it is now. It didn't change in between. So maybe you only disconnect when something changed. So I'm actually going to get to that's going to be the third sniff of alcohol. We talk about alcohol there, but right now I'm actually saying even if it is a food, I disconnected it like we disconnected the chick from the mother because the egg in between was went rancid, but nothing went rancid over here. That's the kasha. That I'm, I, I told you as we go along, we'll show you what the kasha is organized on a machmer primarily in Israel. Examine this chuva. I'm actually right. It's a chuva. Everybody examines it, and whether you end up agreeing or disagreeing, but you have to have rise again. So they try to take apart each one of the halakim and. 
and their arguments against it. And Ramesha holds this is a dimya. They say that's when something went wrong with the food. The egg became rancid. It became like Avrabe here. Nothing went wrong. And whatever it was, it is. It, nothing went bad. You want to say it was never food and still not food? No, okay. Ramesha is sort of going to argue that anyway. You can say it's not a food. It's the shiny part of your jelly bean or your Mike and Ike. But it's still not a food. So Ramesha is going to continue to argue that. But based on the dimya to the chick with the egg in between, you have to have something that went bad. Nothing went bad over here. That's the, that's the kasha they ask. Skip down to the next bracket. Then Ramesha is going to bring, you're all familiar with all these uh, cases already. Ramesha is going to say, no. So maybe it's a direct product from the animal. It's not yetzi. Maybe it's like the bones. No, the bones of a trefer animal, even though it's not really well. He was awesome with Darbanan, at least. That's why Ramesha himself asked the deal with him. So what are you going to do with that? At least it's Darbanan. He quotes his Ramah. Lo dami, next bracket. Lamasha Ramah, perk dal, machos ha-sech, yitcha, saver. Maybe Midraisa, maybe the Rabbanon. Going to Ramesha, when he quoted this Ram before about the Atzamas, the Pata Velasser, the exact Lashon of Ram wasn't Pata Velasser, but it's some level of Isser, at least the Rabbanon. Do me shum shemi gufanaveli, he says, again, that's different. That's part of the animal that's either Navel or Trefa. This is a Yetzi. Yetzi is one level down, it's a product of. So he says that. In this case, it would not say midabon. Al bezesh after neimah shalsa yirak midin yetsim and atame udafshi yetsim davar haroy lachila v'loy kashuka after shaloroy lachila shu pirsha ba'ama. This is not food coming out of it, and therefore, even if you don't like the dimya with the chick, it's not food. Never was, never will be. Shalak al zesh shomiser, and they didn't even ask that midabon. Ramesh claims shalachain gam shalak shateke meskash avik eats. It's hardened right away. Kapirsha ba'ama shemuter after yetsim and atame ve'im magen avram. Reish Tezayin Sifkan Gimelin and Hamusk. So, Baruch Hashem, we had every component of this shuba, every raya. The musk, remember the musk shaylas. So, we had a machlek as the Rosh Rabbeinu and the musk came from blood. So, the Rosh was not too convinced it was mutter now. Rabbeinu said it's brand new. So, the Magad of Ram, if you remember, sided with the Rosh Luchumra. And he said, because if it went from dam to musk, and they're both Reila Achila, assuming the musk is Reila Achila, that's the whole shayla, once they put it in their cooking, not where it is cologne. So nothing went bad. The Magadavam says it was blood, which is Asr. You might not like to drink it, but it's edible, drinkable. And now it's musk, which is edible. Nothing went wrong. Now Magadavam says, if it would have changed in between to something bad, something rancid, then I would agree. But Mechatesi, it did. And he quotes this Magadavam. Magadavam. Had it between the blood and the musk, it would have been rancid. Like after that, I would agree. The Magadavam says that's what happened in the process between the blood and the musk. Chazinim refers. Ramesha lifts from this Magadavam. You see, even the Magadavam agrees that it was rancid from the beginning to the end, and it was never a There's nothing to discuss. Chazinim refers. And the musk is a yetsi from the blood. And the Magad of Ram would have been masking had it been ruined in between. Certainly, it was ruined the whole time. Ramesha says, and even if you're using his candy, he keeps going back to this, even using his candy coatings, he's going to call it Eichel. He says, it's wax, it was wax then, it's wax now, it makes it look shiny, it's wax. Basically, that's what he's saying. So therefore, uh, he's not, even if you knock out these Demianis, Ramesha is still not convinced it's a food. Even though you're biting into a delicious jelly bean, and you can imagine the pushback on this is, certainly tastes good. So Ramesha is going to say to that, that no, it doesn't taste good. The jelly bean tastes good. You're not tasting this. It doesn't taste like anything. That's the next point Ramesha is going to make. 
So I might keep saying a bunch of intense alignments. Take a look at the next page. Well, I am a vatalist, but that's what all these chuvas are about. We didn't, I didn't show you inside yet, but in Diane West's chuva on the shellac, he even points out that the Pisgah chuva brings out that the crushed beetles we discussed last night, the carmine, which we don't accept in modern kashras today, the Ramayacharim has said, you know what, it's old enough, it's a year old, it's dried out, it's crushed, it's just for food coloring, which they used it for. It's not there for Tom. Many of the same arguments. Just, you'll say, why do we accept shellac and not carmine? The answer is, you can imagine there might still be a chili between straight crushed beetles, no matter how much, how old they are and how dried out they are, versus something that's being processed slightly, ever so slightly, by a lac bug, but it's coming out as a wax mitchila. That That's going to be the... But, but there are friends who said the carmine's okay also. Well, I'll show you that soon. Next page, page three. Gam Shamati. Now he goes back to an interesting scientific fact to back up his claim that it's not food. Ready for this one? Top of page three. Gam Shamati. Mimi I spoke to a scientist. I thought that was very interesting, right? Moshe is trying to pile on the rice, it's not a food. So he says, bring your rice, it's not a food. So I know you're going to have a, you're, you're going to get back to your um, roughage. Uh, Moshe says the, the body, human body doesn't digest this stuff. It goes straight out. The system is here to handle food. Do you swallow pennies? We know what happens when your kids swallow pennies. So um, it's not food. Body's just not set up to digest wax. What? Yeah, I mean, it's Hanukkah. They're supposed to play dreidel with it, not swallow them. Um, it's not, the body's not set up for that. So he brings this Zariah. It's never in Nisachal, even given time. Like swallowing a rock or a penny. So has a claw. He says, a raya brewer, something's not food. If the human body is not made by Hashem to digest it, it's not food. Now you were asking the other night about the what? Yeah, so what do the uh, health food stores sell that as? Laxative. <laughs> okay, that's I mean, that's not a cash on Ramesha. I mean, it's a component of a lot of. Like, I'm saying that's not cash on Ramesha if you're trying to solve a different problem. If it has no nutrients and the system doesn't need it, so it the just, system's not going to keep it. Yeah, it's just part of most plants and things like that. So we're happy it helps people, things. but uh, yeah, we're not going to. You don't have to take out that part of foods that are healthy. Ramesh is not claiming you do, but here he says this has no value whatsoever. If you took out one of those things in the back where they put a nutritional label, it would say zero, 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 zero. And they probably label it as non calorie something or other, but no sugar, non GMO. Probably put some in some cellar, but Ramesh says it's not a food. He's swallowing wax. And he said he's told by a scientist that this stuff doesn't get digested because it has no value for the, for the body. The body's not taking any nutrients. So the fact that something is used as a laxative just helps the plumbing system move. That doesn't mean it's a food. At the end of the day, uh, is the litmus test, if you make a bracha, you don't. Oh, Ramesha, clearly everything said so far would not have you make a bracha. You couldn't make a bracha even without Ramesha. Even though those were machmir. If you had straight 
uh, lac product, straight shellac. Uh, and I give it to you in a bowl with a spoon, and I melt a little bit to make it look good, but no whipped cream, you would gag, and you certainly wouldn't make a bracha. It's not edible. It doesn't yeah. taste like anything. It doesn't taste bad, just doesn't taste good. Well, I'm actually going to get to that in a moment. It would be a mila, by the way, if it tasted bad. The problem over here, the pushback on this one is, uh, who says, first of all, being digested makes it eichel versus not eichel? And second of all, it doesn't taste bad, which it happens not to taste bad. It just doesn't taste good. It doesn't taste like anything. It's wax. It's Hanukkah. Anybody lighting a candle? The little kid? So you can go have some. I probably have a lot of red dye in it, but you can uh, tell the yeshiva still selling out the colorful ones, right? So, uh, so it doesn't, I don't know what they're putting in it. It's wax doesn't, I can't imagine, taste like much. So apparently today it's not wax. So Amesha is going to argue that if it doesn't taste good, then it can't be nice and tam. But that's, he admits that that's a bit of a machlodi. We'll get to that right away. So right now, again, there's another raya. He holds not food. He said, you eat things that are bad, but once a food. If you eat something horrible and you eat it, it might be a food. At least I'll submit that because it goes to the system. The system actually might get a lot of nutrients out of it. The fact that you don't like it doesn't mean the fact that nobody likes it. But at least it was a food. And you can ask it in the Raisa if it's a fly or an ant or a kakarajan like that, where it tastes, you think it tastes horrible, but the Torah asks it anyway. It's a food, it has protein, it has nutrients. And therefore, there can't be any Yisra here, not even in this Dabonim, because it's not food and it has no benefit. And that's the definition of food. He makes one more point, and with this we'll conclude for now. Ach, next paragraph. Now Moshe says, it's done with the honey, it's mutter. And okay, according to one sheet of Yaka, maybe it's not. But then he says, they put it in alcohol, and that might be pegamit, and it might be bottle. And we're gonna, he's going to go back to that right now. And he says, really, it's not a food, and it's a yetzay, so it's a lower level, and there's no connection to the lack bug, and it doesn't get digested. Ah, if you want to stay this, maybe it's a food, now it's going on jelly beans. doesn't taste like anything, not good or not bad. It's not there for Tom, it's not there for Tom, everybody agrees to that. It's there for Chazusa, which normally makes something not bottle, but not when this Chazusa already just making it a little shinier. It goes back to the beginning of the process. Three to one ratio, four to one ratio, of alcohol, it's bottle on the alcohol, you don't need 60 because it doesn't give time. You only need 60 when you have time. There is no time. And it just gets lost in the alcohol. So it's not banned, you can't get it out, and it's not nice in Tom. Now the Shach in Yeridea, I'm Shach anywhere. Shach in Yeridea is always something you have to bring down and deal with, which Ramesh does in the rest of the truth. We're not going to go into it, but he mentions the Shach in Simakuv Gimel, Sivkan Beis. That's a big machlokes. Shach says if it doesn't taste bad, then it's nice and then it can cause problems. Ramesha doesn't pass like the Shach. He says if it doesn't taste like anything, how can it be nice and tam? Uh, he thinks it's a pella. And he spends the rest of the tshuva trying to explain what the Shach maybe does mean and limits the Shach to what he means. But Ramesha holds, not if he agrees with this. That's the pickbook on this fourth one. The shach seems to say that, uh, not the way Ramosha interprets it, but the shach seems to say that if you don't taste bad, then you are contributing 
Ramesha says, if you don't taste good, you're not contributing. That's two very different ways to look at the very interesting criteria. And uh, so Ramesha says, it's lost in the alcohol, it's not pain. Uh, alcohol is probably pugging it a little bit. Maybe, yeah, maybe not. That's not a dog push it either. And it doesn't taste like anything. And Chazusa doesn't bother us because Chazusa is a chumim d'abana when it's dead. Chazusa and it had a shine already. Just trying to make it shinier. Trying to hold the shine. That's not enough to say it's not bottle. And interestingly enough, the kasha on the 3 to 1, 4 to 1 ratio with the alcohol is the process, by the end of the process, when they mix the alcohol with the shellac, they actually end up evaporating most of the alcohol and it's no longer 3 to 1 or 2 to 1. Matter of fact, it's 80% shellac. So that's the kasha on this last part. It says it might be behind it, all you left with is shellac. Amisha was tiny, it's not here anymore. And it's bottle, but it is here at the end of the part. Yeah, so, but the alcohol doesn't burn out. So Amisha will probably say to that, it's pogum, and once it gets lost, it's not chazavan here. There are ways to deal with it. But I just want to show you, this is a, this is a great case. All the machalikism and peskim are always revolving around many complicated small details. But this is fascinating because you have to figure, figure out the Matthias. And Ramesha has is hammering away with three or four or five different points. There's like three main points with the sub points, and it keeps hammering away. It's not a food, it's not a food, and it's bottle, and it's pogum. It's a, but if you separate each one, you know, you can understand why Ramesha needs somebody to sniff him off with. Ramesha himself knew that, well, he's arguing in a shach. And he also understood that he's saying an interesting Kiddush overview of what's considered food if it's a sachel. That's. Not preferish anywhere. It's very mistaber. So each one of these points is widely discussed. Lamaisa, as we mentioned, the American Achsherim do go with it, and there are, on a personal level, people who are machmer, and it's Israel, and generally uh, they're machmer based on the Achsherim over there. Uh, the what we're going to see next week on Monday, just to recap it, is Diane Weiss's short treatment of it, where he basically agrees with Lamaisa. He keeps saying it depends on the Matthias and how they process it. And then we're going to go on to look again at the honey and go back to the royal jelly and see how this uh, fits in. Royal jelly is usually popular in health food stores, even though nobody's really proven a million percent of the many claim they did of the benefits, but many people do swear by it. I wouldn't swear, but um, it's a big product. It's very expensive. And the question is, the kosher? And does it have to be if it's a medicine? Yes? So do you have like a pot of chicken soup? Milk falls in, and now somehow, if you can chemically remove chicken soup from the chicken soup without removing the milk, so the ratio is not any more about the lachishim. Well, the milk wouldn't be if you could, yeah, if you had a scientific way to dehydrate, and all of a sudden you're left with 80% milk. Right. (laughs) Yes, that would be the similar shayla. That's very rare. That's part of the shayla. Ramesha can argue back that. uh, yeah, but part of the complication of it is the machmir and maitaina that it wasn't like bottle and all of a sudden they were, had to be The process was amanas to land and an 80% shellac solution. So then that's like you know, being there's, bottle, but that's like being bottle. Yeah, was it really, was it really bottle and is it pogum? Alcohol being pogum things is sometimes an assumption that's made that's not so posh how much is really pegamit. Ramesha, at the end of the day, if you want a short snapshot, Ramesha would say, it's not a food. It's full polish. Which is the easy way to say it, but it's, as you've seen from the shear, it's a lot more complicated than that, possibly. And that's part of the, uh, part of the DM. Okay, and enjoy your wax at home, and let me know how it uh, tastes. Do it safely, please.